0: And welcome to my award-winning podcast, Dr. Essie Speaks. This is your host, Dr. Essie McCoy. As always, I hope that my podcast is inspirational, motivational, and educational so that it will enhance and transform your life. Today's show is with a strong and awesome woman of God. She has overcome many challenges in life and was not broken, but she was made better because of her turning her challenges into opportunities. I had the opportunity to work with her on several collaboration projects, and I can tell you she strives for excellence in all that she does. I am elated to engage in a conversation so that you can hear about all the amazing things that she is doing to make an impact. I am blessed and fortunate to know her. My honored guest is none other than Apostle Valerie Howard Jones. Let me share a little bit more about her journey. Apostle Valerie is a DC native, currently resides in Glendale, Maryland, and is the founder and senior pastor of Restoring Life Family Community Center and the CEO of Apostle Val Ministries. Apostle Val is a teacher, preacher, mentor, conference facilitator, workshop leader, and writer. A drink from his Well, 2008. Sister, I've been there too, but I came back to get you, 2018. Empowered to Win 2nd and 3rd Editions, 2021 and 2022, and Aborting the Spirit of Abortion, 2023. These last three publications have made Apostle Val a four-times bestseller and a three-times international best-selling author. Apostle Val holds a Bachelor of Science degree in Criminal Justice with a minor in Corrections and a master of science degree in public administration with a minor in legal studies and is employed by the federal government as a management analyst. Her favorite scripture, Revelation 12, 11, and they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives unto death. I'm going to take a quick commercial break, and when I come back, I'll give my guest, Apostle Valerie Howard-Jones, an opportunity to share with my listening audience. As always, remember to check out my website at www.drscspeaks.com, where you can find all my books about school transformation, school leadership, motivation, and inspirational topics, and so much more. In addition, you can check out my latest Amazon and international bestselling books. I'll be right back. Welcome back to Dr. Essie Speaks, your award-winning podcast host, Dr. Essie. My guest again is Apostle Valerie Howard-Jones. I told you she's an amazing woman of God who is making a tremendous impact. Thank you for joining me on Dr. Essie Speaks podcast. Congratulations to you on all your success. And I tell you, I cannot wait to get an update on all the many things that you're doing. And I know that you're continuing to change the lives of others. I know today our listeners will benefit greatly from our conversation. Welcome to my show and tell us how are you doing and tell us a little bit more about yourself that we may not know. And also, I know that you have a new book, new projects ahead. So please,
1: let's indulge. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Essie, for having me um, once again on your podcast. It it means a lot uh, when people invite you to their home. but when they invite you back, that's 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 special. Or as my granddaddy would say, we we cooking with hot sauce now. <laughs> and so um, I'm honored to be your guest and um, just to sit and talk with you for a little while. I uh, don't get to we we pass each other on social media a lot, but I don't get to stop and chit chat very often because you're just as busy as I am. But we give God glory and honor for that. Um, as for what's going on. Aborting the Spirit of Abortion. Um, this book has, was a, a brainchild that God gave me um, back when I was in the process of um, finishing. Sister, I've been there too um, with my co-author and uh, co-CEO, um, Pastor Tracy Booker, and I was uh, part of what I wrote was what I went through. Um, with a physical abortion um, at 17 and a half, just before my 18th birthday. And um, I started praying because, you know, what a lot of people don't understand about um, our testimonies when we're writing these, these testimonies is that although we have been healed, set free and delivered from those situations, you have to go back and revisit them in an intimate way. And so sometimes it, it, it causes you to have to go lay before the Lord again. And so when I went and labored before God about how I felt um, because I did not want to have an abortion, I was um, strongly encouraged, is how we'll put it, um, to have one. Um, by my foster family. And so I, I did, and I was afraid and, and so much more. But as I was laying before God, the Lord began to show me some things um, that physical abortion is not the only way that his children are being aborted and that, that we're having abortions all the time um, spiritually. And so I sat on it for a little while because I was really intimidated by the, um, the weight of the project. Um, when I was in high school, my 11th and my senior year, I did my term papers on abortion. So I was very, um, very aware of the details and the laws and and all of those things. And so I felt a little intimidated and I kept praying and praying. And I guess about um, the first of the year, God said, turn it into an anthology. And so that's what I did. And I opened it up and I really did not think that people were going to participate. And I didn't get the response that I wanted. Um, several men were going to write and they backed out at the last minute, um, which made me sad because um, in you know, doing my research and talking to some men of God, their stories would have been amazing in this book. Um, but now we are already looking at the second edition because when people got to see what aborting the spirit of abortion was and read, um, now people want to they want to write now. so uh, we're already talking about um the second edition, but the purpose of the book was to and is to allow people to understand that anything that came against the gift that is you that God created, anybody that's coming against your anointing, anybody that told you you would never be anything anytime somebody uh, uh made you as a child fulfill their dreams because you know we have parents. That didn't get to do their stuff. So they made their children go the route that they wanted to go and didn't. That is a spirit of abortion. And so some of the stories my co-authors have shared are simply amazing. Um, And mine is entitled From Death to Life because people spoke death over me, but God is my life. And because of that, I live and will live until he calls me home. So that's kind of how we got to that place, and this—that's how we got to this particular um, project. And the eight women, well, seven because I make eight that that have participated, including our beloved sister and publisher <laughs> Allison G. Daniels. Amen. Um, God told me specifically. That they were going to write. And, and a couple of them volunteered. But then I went and shared my heart with the other ones um, that I felt like God wanted them to write and pray about it and talk to me about it. And one of um, the co-authors, Tiffany Lynette May Bird, she in the interview, she tells me, well, she was volunteer because she's the youngest in the crew, and the youngest in the crew. And she calls me Medea. And she said, Medea told me I was writing. And so I wrote, <laughs> but it was a really wonderful experience um, this, this time around as the visionary author, um, the experience was totally different than Sister I've Been There Too. And the, the, the spirit was different, the people were different and the outcome has been remarkably different. And I'm, I'm just so excited about what God is doing.
0: I bet you are excited. Congratulations to you. And to me, you know, it's amazing when you listen to God, what he will release in you and for you. And you have shared so authentically in the other ladies as well in the book, your story, I know is impactful and you're going to be touching more lives and changing lives, most importantly, and that is heavy weight. And so Mm -hmm. definitely, I always say that our story is not to hold, but to be told and thank mm-hmm. you for sharing something that was so personal um because once again you're going to transform lives thank you amen and amen. so tell us about really what has inspired you to do all that you have done because you know being an international best-selling author amazon best-selling author four times that's a lot of work and i know it comes from deep within so just tell us about that inspiration how that all came about
1: well, Dr. Essie, honestly, for me, um, I've been through so much from birth. Just you know, just a lot, and I don't want nobody to feel what I felt. I don't want nobody to to, to think God, you know, doesn't love them based on the way people treat them. Um, and so, what pushes me is the love of God and His grace and mercy but also um, I literally live on Revelations 12, 11. I believe that everything that, that God has walked me through was for a time such as this for me to share and teach. When the Lord um, asked me to start Restoring Life Family Community Center, which is where I'm the founding pastor, I said, well, what am I supposed to do? I don't, I don't want to be like everybody else. I don't want to just starting up another church and begging for money. And I, I don't want to do none of that. And I said, with all of this, all the stuff these people have done to me over the years, what am I supposed to do with all of that? God said, take every hurt, every lie, every level of rejection, every every instance of people conspiring against you and use it to teach with. And so that was that's what inspires me, the idea that like God changed my life. And, and you know, I often say love has not been kind to me. But the love of God saved my life. And so those are those are the things that that inspire me. Um, cer- certainly other people do, but the foundation of my inspiration is God and and literally what he walked me through.
0: Well, you know you as you were talking, it reminded me of to whom much is given, much is expected. And those are things that you didn't just hold your hand out and say I receive. But I say this, to whom many battles are fought, many Mm. blessings shall come forth. And Mm. I can feel and I know the blessings and just the anointing on your life. And so once again, thank you. So, you know, how did you get started as an author? That process, because people do, um, you know, tend to keep things near and dear to their hearts. And um, sometimes, you know, we just have to release in
1: order to heal. So tell us a little bit about that. So mine goes back really to childhood. Um, I, my father died, I was seven. And so I kind of slept through third grade, you know, those formidable years. And, and, and I almost couldn't, I couldn't comprehend. I could read, but I couldn't comprehend. Didn't know how to sound out vowels and such. My mom put me in foster care. I went to school in Baltimore and, Um, I had some loving, kind teachers, but my aunt used the Bible to teach me how to comprehend and read fluently. And then I became a business major and shorthand. Now I really can't spell because they don't teach. They don't really teach you how to spell in shorthand. They teach you how to abbreviate. And so I love to read, but I always wanted to to write. I was just thinking to myself, "This would be. I wish I could do this. I wish I could do this." And Years later, after being married and rededicating my life to the Lord, my father in ministry, Bishop Kevin V. Gresham, Sr., he was doing this class on uh, in-depth study of the Book of Revelations. And at the time, he was going to Howard University Divinity School, getting his master's. And he introduced us to this dude. And I can't remember the the brother's name other than Howard because that's part of my name. And I'm looking at, he's going on and on and on about how this dude is such a wonderful writer. And I get the assignment that he gives us and I'm reading it and I said, I could have wrote this. And I, so just like I hear your voice, I heard the Holy Ghost say clear as day, so do it. And I was like, what? Don't nobody wanna hear nothing I gotta say. And so I started out real small. I started sending an email to just a couple of people at first, and it was entitled, From My Desk. Um, No, the first time, it was just a little word for today. And I would take a scripture, and I would just write something and send it off. Well, of course, I had haters. I don't know why you're doing all of that, blah, 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 but it started growing, and people started writing me, and people from foreign countries, because I was working at the University of Maryland in one of their graduate programs, and I had students from all over the world and they so I started sending them to them and then they started sending them to their family by the time I left the University of Maryland I my emails were in 13 countries including the United States and so then I started hearing God say all right it's time to write it's time to." and I was scared but then I hooked up with my childhood friend I call her my big sister Reverend um, Tracy Booker and we talked and she was saying God want me to write too so we decided We were joking and we were talking about sister. I've been there too. But before that, a drink from as well, uh, Reverend Donna, she asked me if she could take some of my daily thoughts and put it in her book. And I told her yeah. So that was the first publication, but I really didn't think much of it. I just did it. But sister, I've been there too was a work and it was labor. And I cried a lot and I prayed a lot because it had to, like you said, uncover a lot. And what I would say to anybody that thinks that they want to tell their stories As I said to you offline, take it from your journals, journal how you feel, journal, you know, what they did, what they said, what God showed you in the process, because everything that we go through is a process for the next. What I'm dealing with today is not about today. It's about me being prepared for tomorrow. And so when we write, when we journal, when we uh, put our thoughts on paper, um, we not only leave room for it to be a blessing to somebody else, but it's also a form of release and healing for us. And so even for people that don't want to write, you know, for a living or as just something to do, journaling is the best way to, to release. You know, we tell people our stuff and we hear it all over the place, but if you write it in a book, won't nobody see it unless you want them to. And so that's how I got started. Just one step at a time, taking the adversity and the rocks that people are thrown have thrown at me and use it for something beautiful. And it started out simple, but now I'm 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 like, it's like I gotta keep writing. You know, I, I have five more books, not including the second edition that people are asking me for already, the book only came out July 1st, but people are already asking for the second edition of Aborting the Spirit of Abortion. And on top of that, I have five other books that God has told me to write.
0: Just simply an amazing journey, you know, and you talked about the seed, the listening to that internal voice and you know, that unknown voice and take action when you hear that voice. And I have to touch on this. You talked about you love to read. You know, I am an educator of 30 plus years and reading, I can tell you, it will open so many doors. It will provide so many opportunities. It'll provide knowledge. You can travel to unseen places. And I just have to share this as well. I have a two-year-old granddaughter and I can tell you she has books all around my house, book Mm baskets, and I need to buy more. But this young child, educator in me. You know, I'm going to be an educator in my home with my granddaughter. I was with my own two kids. But long story short, it's amazing to see her at that tender age of two, take a book, open it up as pretending like she's reading the book. And so reading is so vital and it helps with the writing process. You gain more terminology, you know how to put your thoughts together. So not only read, but also write translate that into writing. And so thank you for sharing. And so now I know that you've talked about all your challenges that you've had. And I guess I want you to, if you wanna recap some of those, you can, but really talk about the strategies. How did you overcome? What steps did you take in order to get to where you are today and who you are today?
1: Honestly, Dr. Essie, it's been a a journey and it's really been, um, I just turned 59 on the 22nd of July. And, you know, I often tell people, um, I I get excited now about my birthday because I tried so many times before the age of 21 to kill myself because I felt like nobody would care. Nobody would, I wouldn't be missed or any of those things. And I often today tell God, thank you for not letting me succeed. Um, Because, you know, every year I go through the birthday blues because I want to make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing for God. Um, that I didn't allow any of the things that the enemy sent to derail me, to stop me. And the one thing that I'll say that made this journey worth it, every pain, every tear, every, everything is because I know that God loved me through it so that I can be a voice. Um, for a long time, I was angry at God because I felt like, the only reason I was here was to be a whipping board for people in the church cuz that's what it felt like. You know, nobody liked me. Everybody was always in my business, not to help me, but it was always some criticisms, you know, even the people that I was related to in the church didn't treat me right and I couldn't depend on them. And I used to go to the Lord and go, "What is what's wrong with me? Why won't anybody love me?" And God said, "I'm I'm waiting for you to love me first. You can't receive you can't even deal with them. You know, and, I, and then he started taking me through the word. You know what I'm saying? Love them that despitefully use you and mistreat you. Like, huh? How am supposed to do that? But the problem is, is that as people, we don't understand agape and grace and mercy. We understand it when we want it, but we don't understand it that we're supposed to give it. And so <clears throat> one of the things that I love about my father in ministry is that he made us study he made us go out and buy concordances and dictionaries and and commentaries and all, you know, you can't, he was like, you can't just read the word. you gotta study it. Well, I'm the wrong person to tell something like that to. And I did, I immersed, and I still do immerse myself in the word of God, especially when I know that people are teaching something that's erroneous or that they're trying to manipulate and control people. Um, my daily motivational moment with apostle val on facebook i get comments all the time i've never heard it taught like that i don't because i don't do the fluffy thing and so because fluffy never worked for valerie i don't know how to do the fluffy thing for other people straight no chaser this is the word of god it stands on its own do you want to be healed set free and delivered then you have to come out of traditional religiosity and get into relationship and that's the difference for me i never You know, after I was old enough, you know, to uh, I grew up in the church. I got saved at uh, at seven and a half. I grew up going to church faithfully. I was in um, holiness and, you know, they church, 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 church. And so when I turned uh, 18 and graduated from high school, I took off and I I was running and running and running. And it was funny because the the harder I ran, God kept tapping me on the shoulder going, you can't outrun me. And so I finally surrendered. And when I did, I gave God as much of my time and attention as I did the streets when I was running and that developed a relationship. And so then I had to learn how to trust God past my feelings and my emotions. I had to learn how to hear him past my tears and and understand that I can't keep lowering him to man's uh, level. Of love and friendship and relationship, but that He's higher, and so I started reaching higher. And I think around about um, 2000, I told God, I don't want to be in no more relationships. Don't send me nobody new until You teach me how to love You, because I don't know how to love these people, and I'm going to jail if if you don't if you don't teach me how to love. And so it's you have to be honest with yourself about yourself, and that's how I was able to heal being honest with Valerie about who Valerie is, what her shortcomings were, what her faults were, what she knew she was doing, she shouldn't have been doing, and all of those things, and hand it over to God sincerely and allow him to walk with you through every step of the way.
0: Well, you know, I know that I told you happy um, birthday online, but definitely happy belated birthday. And that's a big, you know, birthday um, as you approach um, you know, the big six. So happy birthday to you once again. And I'm so glad that you listened to God because look at you now. You talked about loving God first and find the love for yourself because we know we can see it. We can hear it. There's a purpose and a plan on your life and you're doing just what God wants you to do. So talk a little bit about your greatest success or successes thus far.
1: Oh, you know, that's hard for me. Um, you know, I work for the federal government and. It's like the higher up you go, you have to start like you know writing your accolades down. And, and, and I it's a challenge every year. Um, primarily because um, I, I'm like the apostle Paul, I do all things as unto the Lord. And I, I don't I try not to keep record because I don't ever want to get haunty and high-minded and you know, all of those things, but God has allowed me to accomplish all of the things that people said I would never be able to accomplish. Um, you know, starting with uh, my education, I, I went to Washington School for Secretaries and got my associate's degree. Got married, moved overseas, and I, I I never thought about going back to school again. But God found it in His plan for me, so I finished my bachelor's, went on to my master's, and I'm hoping um, I haven't found a school that I want to go to yet um, in uh, twenty the fall of 24. But I'm I'm I am looking forward to my PhD. Um, I wasn't able to physically have children. And for a long time, I thought it was because of the abortion. And the Lord spoke to my heart one day. He said, who told you, you to carry that one to term. That's just your, that's your imagination and your opinion. And so that helped me to let that go. But God has blessed me. I have eight children that call me mom. I've raised um, three in my home and the other five I've raised, you know, help their parents, raise them, and they call me mom and they honor me as mommy. So although I was, and I, but I did adopt two out of the eight. Um, So that is an accomplishment as it pertains to my career. I never worried about a career. When I was raising my girls, because they were what was important to me. You know, I'm just one of those people that thinks that when you decide to have children, that it stops being all about you and it's all about them. And so I put all my stuff on the back burner, except for what I did for the Lord. And so now at this stage, um, September 10th, I believe is my day. I, I I've just been promoted again to a new position that I didn't apply for the last three jobs that I've had God sent them to me I never applied for any of them and he's constantly elevating me and so I'm 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 just a few uh, two steps away from being an SES at this point and it's all because of God and the fact that I do all things as unto the Lord um, I go to work and I work as unto the Lord. I treat people with the love and kindness that I believe, even the mean ones. As a matter of fact, I prefer the mean ones. The people that nobody at work wanna be bothered with, give them to me, because I always know how to break them. Because love, it does, it covers a multitude of sin. And it, it it does, you know, we literally can love the hell out of people. When we're consistent in God, when we're consistent in who we are in God, that, that spirit can't stand in front of God. It ain't me, it's God. So those my greatest accomplishments is what I feel like what I do for the Lord. And this um, October um, 6th, 7th, and 8th will be our um, Restoring Life's first year anniversary. It's been challenging, um, but rewarding all the same. And we're growing And I never wanted to be a pastor, (laughs) never wanted to be nobody's pastor, but God, and it's been beautiful. And so all of my accomplishments, as far as I'm concerned, are founded in who he is to me Um, and just obeying his leading um, and stepping in unfamiliar places, but trusting him. And he, he just does amazing things. Um, I was, you know, working all this time, and I kept saying, "God, you had me go back to school. I owe these people all this money, and I ain't working. I ain't using none of this." Well, I guess He shut me up because as of September 10th, I'm gonna be using all. I'll be using all of that. So I, I'm just. Those are my accomplishments, and and I can't even take full credit for those. Those belong to God.
0: Well, definitely, congratulations to you on all your personal and your professional um success. That is awesome. You know, and sometimes we think that what we can't accomplish, it seems impossible to us or maybe impossible, other people looking at us trying to accomplish that. But what is impossible with man, we know is possible with God and just look at God. So once again, congratulations to you.
1: Thank you, Jesus.
0: So helping people in the future, your ministry, your books. Oh, I know you're going to be in many countries, many places, many spaces. What do you sort of think about that God is going to have you to do?
1: Be me. Uh, (laughs) That that seems to be the resounding opinion of people who come uh, either to connect with Apostle Val Ministries or Restoring Life, people who follow me on social media. That seems to be the resounding theme that I'm authentically myself and that the way that I teach and, and share um, is authentically Valerie, and it it, it makes people want to know who God is even the more, and so for me, um, and it's funny because God told me the other day that I need to buy some new luggage because uh, it's get ready to be on, um, and I just want to relay the love of God. I, I, I feel like if if I share the love of God with people, the true agape of God, then they will want to know who he is for themselves, because ain't nobody, uh ain't nobody experiencing that kind of love, and, and, and life ain't better, you know, and, and what I try to explain to people is, you know, I've, I've navigated this life without the love of God, or the acknowledgement of his love, and I've done it with his love. I don't ever want to navigate this life without him and so as he sends me I just want to love on people I just want to share the word of God with people and the love of God with people that's it I I don't I don't even at restoring life I don't talk about money um I maybe once a month I say to them okay you know y'all know that you're offering your tithes that's between you and God but my leaders know they cannot serve I told them at the meeting, I don't care if, you know, I know we all having money challenges, you know, off and on since COVID, but if you send a dollar, you can't serve without serving. And so I just want people to understand that a lot of the things that we've been taught traditionally is wrong and that they need to get into a relationship with God for themselves. Don't go to the church, beating up the pastor and trying to check them. And it's that in the third study to show yourself approved unto God so that you can rightfully, rightfully divide the word of truth. And then God will show you after that, what you need to do with the wisdom and knowledge that he's, he's given you. But that's all I care about. I just want people, like I said, I don't want nobody to hurt. Like I hurt. I don't want nobody to go through in ministry. What I went through in ministry. There were days when I asked God, you sure you, you did remember I was a girl when you called me, when you called me to this, right? Because, you know, being a woman in ministry, sometimes it, it, even today, um you know, you still got men who feel like we out of place. And so, I just want to share the love and and the word and the truth of the word, um, so that people can be healed and set free.
0: Well, you know, there are so many things that I just love about you, and I have to go back to something that you said, and that is you being authentic. And I want to say once again, I guess I can just sort of summarize it. I want to say, Thank you for sharing your hurt so that we can heal from your hurt, if that makes sense. Yes, so, I thank you. Exactly. So, Dr. Essie Speaks, educational consultant, is all about sharing resources to help others achieve their goal. What advice and resources can you provide to others? You know, there are so many young people trying to figure out what do I do from this point of graduating from high school? What do you say to them?
1: Well, you know, I'm, I was an educator. I don't know if I said, shared that with you before. Um, when I lived overseas, I, I, I was an educator. And I chose not to do it when I came back. But I, I still have a, a spot in my heart for young people. Um, and, and so I, I try to assist with sharing scholastic information, grants, and, and all of those things. But when they come to me, I always share with them, start with self. The whole time you in high school and in school and middle school and elementary, you know, everything is about what mommy and daddy say. Everything is about the rules and the regulations and the standards that they set. And don't you ever forget those things. But now it's time for you to decide and to understand that you are an individual. If God wanted us all to be the same, he's the great creator. He would have made us all look, smell, shake, dance and everything the same. But he didn't and that it's okay for you to find you. Um, we have too many carbon copies in the world and there's a difference between emulation and, 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 and being just like somebody. And so it's okay to emulate the good things that you see in other people, but find your spot. And prayer and communicating with God will help you greatly. Um, nobody, well, they asked me, but they didn't ask me like they cared and they never helped me Move in any direction, so I think they were just asking because I was in the room with their kid, um, and, and they didn't want to look like they was you know singling me out, but I often tell people when I was I don't know what I want to be when I grow up, I had five things: a nurse, a singer, an actress, um, a doctor and, an, and a lawyer. I wanted to be all of those things, and nobody said you well what you going to do or are you going narrow it down or you may, need to think about this school and so What I share with people, whatever age they are at this stage, ask God about you. Ask God about you. Because people will only give you what they're comfortable with. And people will only give you what they want to allow you to have. And if they feel like they have that much influence on you, they're going to use it. So understand, what I want people to know is that you need to understand that you are unique and God created you for a purpose. And just like Rick Warren said in, in the Purpose Driven Life, go to the manufacturer, which is God, and ask him about you. Ask him, where does he want you? Ask him, because see, today, all the stuff that I've gone through, I see how he's lining it up now, but I don't know that I would have ever had to go through some of that stuff if I, didn't, if I had asked him first. So that's the first thing. If you are in a relationship with God, You know, and if if you are a parent of somebody that's not in a relationship with God, but you have a relationship with God, prayer is where we start, because if we acknowledge him in all our ways, he promises that he'll direct our path. Then the key is walking in the path that he laid for you, knowing that it's not always going to be comfortable, knowing that you ain't going to always understand what God is saying. But do you trust him? And that's where we start at the beginning. So
0: listeners, you've heard her. That was a sermon in and of itself. So (laughs) take advantage of what she has shared. And tell us, how can listeners get in contact with you?
1: Um, I am on Facebook, uh, V. Howard Jones. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn, Valerie Howard-Jones. Twitter and Instagram. Um, I think uh, Instagram is V wait a minute. <laughs> queen v a v m h j 722 and twitter is queen v m j 722 um and the restoring life family center uh website is at uh, r l f c c .org
0: you know you are once again just amazing all the things that you do and i know that Once again, God has his hands on you. You're going to impact many, many lives. Thank you for sharing um, with the listeners. Um, Continue to do the impactful things that you're doing. And may God continue to bless you in making that profound difference. So thank you, thank you, thank you.
1: God bless you, Dr. Essie. Thank you so much for having me. I always enjoy talking to you.
0: (laughs) Indeed, and I wish we had more time.
1: It's all right. Amen.
0: (laughs) Amen. And as I always say to my number one fans, my number one listeners, thanks for listening. And remember to visit my website at www.dressiespeaks.com, where you can find all the links to my podcast, my social media platforms, books, and so much more. Remember to get your copy of 52-week journal, Exceed, Discover, Recover, and Release, my latest Amazon bestseller. Join me each Sunday at 5.30 p.m. for Dr. Essie Speaks. As always, motivate and inspire others to make their lives better and our world a better place. Until then, be safe and go ahead and make that positive impact in the lives of others.